This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. All right, welcome back to another awesome episode of Scamp Life Podcast. I'm here, ready to I'm go. Here. I'm here. <laughs> Roll call. <laughs> Me. I'm here. We are all here, which is awesome. And we are talking about spicing up your hikes because hikes can be, well, for campers can be really boring. Uh, it's just walking. It's like, are we there yet? Little, are we there yet? Just a, a hint of oregano really just spices it just right up. Spices it up. I put a little sriracha sauce on mine. So, <laughs> and uh, and and I think as camps, I mean, we can make hiking or walking fun. Doesn't have should to be make boring. hiking and walking fun. Absolutely I, should. I mean, nothing at everything's yeah. a competition. It doesn't have to be. You can spice up without being a competition. But I I am a firm believer, and I tell my staff all the time, no one should be bored at camp. And so that if hiking is boring, then make it more exciting. You, you have the ability That's to right. do that. You know, the, and this goes on or to my first one, but Philip Drake, he, I kind of got this from him that he will make wooden um, animals mm. and put them out into the woods and he'll take felts or, or, uh, the skins of animals as well. And that he has and put them out. And so as you're walking, all you're doing, it's not a competition, but it's just look for the animal. See if you could find what animals are out there. And they're like, oh, there's an owl or, oh, there's, you know, a raccoon. Um, but they're not real animals. They're all fake. And so just that alone, just that little tiny tweak can make uh, hiking more enjoyable. Mine actually ties right into that. We Instead of just wooden animals, we have random stuff in our woods. And so we have, yeah, when I, when I got here, I found this hammerhead shark in a storage room. We hung him out in the trees. He's our tree shark. Or we have found <laughs> weird signs. I have a speed limit sign hanging up on the, down in the woods. And I have these little spider things. When we um, got a new piano in the chapel, we took the old piano, painted it random colors, threw it in the middle of the woods. And... You just glossed over the spider thing. That is one of my yeah, favorite things. Yeah, go, go back it's, to that. It's a bowling ball. <laughs> Each of them are a bowling ball with these, uh, what, rebar legs rebar coming out? Rebar legs, yeah. And they're so cool that you've got them, I don't know, there must Everywhere. be at least six. You didn't build those yourself. <laughs> no, did my you? grandfather did. Yeah, my grandfather oh, okay. had a bunch of them. So brought them up. I have a random, I have a monkey in a monkey. tree. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's a bunch of just kind of random things. And then I have also found funny signs online and then had them put on like the corrugated plastic boards and hung those out too so i have one that just says beware of and it's like the start of a letter but there's a huge bite mark taken out of it so you have no idea what you're supposed to be aware of uh one of them has it looks very old and antique and it says on this date at this spot in october uh whatever 1816 nothing important happened (laughs) just random things or you know wait here for your future self and how far apart do you have everything spaced Every, I mean, it's all over. So oh, okay. any, anywhere they go on a hike, there's a different, you know, they'll probably run into about three or four different signs and stuff on yeah, their hikes. Cool. But even the random stuff, and I haven't done this yet, and I want to, is create kind of a, 
not really a scavenger hunt, but maybe like a, a checklist. So when you're on your hike, you can check off. Did I see these? I, oh, I found the shark. Oh, like I found bingo. the spider. Right. Like yeah. A, a, yeah. Do uh, the, like road trip bingo, but mm-hmm. hike bingo. Yeah, and so fun. I had a, a hike bingo. I like that. Another camp told me, well, when you do that, put some things that are hard to find too, like hang a pine cone from a tree that is not a pine tree or put a frameless mirror in the woods. Those are really hard to see because it, you know, it's reflecting the other trees and stuff. And so I'm like, it's a great idea, but haven't done it yet. So we'll try it. Spice it up. Mine, I'm going to build right off of that because I've got scavenger hunt on my list. We are making our hikes this year, scavenger hunts. So we are putting things in the woods, but not to that elaboration that Chris went through. Although I like Chris's idea better, but we are doing our scavenger hunts through the woods and we're doing them at different levels so that our younger kids don't have as much of a challenge as our older kids do. Cool. Well, kind of uh, going off that, I like to do what I call an animal hike. And so I get a bunch of the small little plastic animals Mm. uh, that you can buy in bulk or small stuffed animals. The smaller, the better. And then along the path, somebody goes ahead and they just kind of throw the animals off to the side. So the kids aren't traipsing through like the, you know, off the path. They're close to the edge. (laughs) They're very close to the edge. And so you get points for your team, for everyone that you get. And if you, you're like, oh, there's a little giraffe, you go pick up the giraffe. Well, now you have to go to the back of the line and that gives everybody a chance to find something, right? Because if you just have those four or five kids that are at the front the whole time, they're going to be collecting it all. And mm-hmm. at some point, what we'll do is say, That's a good idea. okay, everybody can be up at the front again after a while um, so that it gives everybody that chance and uh, the kids aren't stuck in the back with the counselor that's in the back. Uh, but yeah, just collecting those animals. And at the end of the trail, everybody kind of puts their animals in front of them, counts how many they have, and they get those points. And so it's a lot of fun. I like your, how you move kids to the front and then move them to the back too. Cause you, do, you always have the stragglers too. When you're on kind mm-hmm. of a boring right. hike, you're not doing something. It's like, come on, come on. But yeah. and when I say to the back, it, they had to, so you have the counselor in the front, you have the counselor in the back and the counselor in the back, you have to go behind them. Oh, yeah, oh. so you are not in the, if, if the kids that are kind of in the front, if they miss it, if they miss one of the animals, then you can get it. But yeah, mm-hmm. you are not because then they start creeping up forward if they're just kind of in the back of the group. Mm, yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Slowly work their way up. Yep. I've seen that. Next on my list is a smell hunt. And this is where you can get uh, little jars, little cans of things that smell peppermint. You get maple, you get strawberry flavor, lemon flavor, and you can have these all in little jars. And then again, kind of like Kurt with your hiding the animals, somebody would go ahead and would put these smells in different locations as you're going around, you know, unscrew the lid and, and set them down. So as the campers get closer, they can start to smell these things. And then we hear at, um, because we are an overnight camp, so we will do night hikes like this as well. And um, it, we would we talk about how you smell like a fox. And so foxes lick their noses to make them smell. And so we'll tell the kids, like, you know, get your nose wet. Yeah, good. I, that was pretty impressive, Kurt. You got almost to your nose. I am. I, did. I, I cannot get that far. But <laughs> look at that. I am very impressed. Uh, so, but you'll get your nose wet and you can smell things better. And so we'll talk about that on the hike. Cool. 
So opposite of smell, I would be taste for an edible plants hike. As long as your staff know which plants are edible. Uh, I worked at a camp in Michigan. It was part of our outdoor ed, uh, but they had sassafras. So we would bring it back and boil it down. And so we could, could taste it because that one does need to be be cooked before you try it. Uh, but other different things too, you might have wild mint growing around mm-hmm. as well. And that's always a fun one to try. Um, but yeah, just to like look out for for edible plants, but also to point out what poison ivy looks like. Yeah, that's always important. As it's going in their mouth. Oh, no. no, no, don't no. stop, stop. <laughs> dandelions there's around here. There's always here, that I've kid. Seen... There's always that the kid. Dandelions. Yeah. All right, so my next one is would be games. Games like, help me out here because I kind of forget, but there's that celebrity game and the last letter of it is has to be like the first letter of the next yeah. celebrity. And they're, they're all kind of improv games. Those mm-hmm. are yeah, a good thing that you're walking search. that you don't need to like yep. act out. It's just kind of word games mm-hmm. that you would, or you, you, would you can talk through the alphabet. So like you would start yes. with, are we ready for a hike? And then the next person would start. Boy, with I am. Is that what you're saying? Can't tell you how excited I am to go. Don't continue this game. <laughs> Everyone loves this game, Kurt. Everyone. Forget about it. For... <laughs> Good night, Kelly. Catch up. You're you're behind here. <laughs> Holy moly. Are we still doing this? I am. <laughs> Just stop, please. <laughs> Kelly, anything? Anything? Look, you're going too fast. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> my brain was like trying to get okay no. after we got past d i was like uh i can do l <laughs> i've done the counting game too where you try and count to 10 oh yeah that's a good one no one says the same number at the same time so you have to restart. yeah because you could do that as you're walking mm-hmm. yeah yeah games cool. good you could do the alphabet game with things you find too that would make yeah. It a little bit more yeah, yeah. Acorns and acorns and you found a bat. Bush. Cool. Bush. <laughs> bush. A whole bush. There you go. So yeah. Kurt. There he is. Kurt. Uh, and I think we've talked about this one before. Uh, my next one is a color hunt. So it's another one of those. If you ask, um, you know, your home home goods, home depot, home renovation store or paint store, hey, can I have some paint samples? The little paint chips or whatever that they have or i know a lot of times especially the paint store in our town will restock like okay we're we're getting new colors or whatever so a bunch will go and you get new ones you know and work out a deal with them hey when you're throwing those away can you call me up we'll come and pick them up for you and then you hand kids some colors and you give them some easy ones some greens and stuff for the hike and some browns but then also give them some hard ones give them a yellow give them a blue or a red and they have to try and match that paint color and get as close as they can to match that paint color to something on the hike. And so they would try. So and- did you know that um, Oriental Trading now sells paint chip strips? Really? Do they yeah, really? So, yep. That's so funny. Get them there. It's a, uh, looks like 800 pieces for 17 bucks. Oh, there you go. That's you not go. bad. So, actually. No, no, it's not bad at all. Uh, so my next one is orienteering. Uh, if you, it'd have to be prepped ahead of time, but to set up an orienteering course through the woods, as opposed to like all over camp. Uh, but you can definitely have different things to go and find like poison ivy as a, <laughs> as a marker. Uh, but just to set up an orienteering course, cause then you 
also get to teach them how to read a compass and, and to put it to practice. Nice. My next one would be questions. So we talked about games and that type of thing, but just asking questions like what if, or, you know, just conversation starters where all the kids can join in uh, mm-hmm. and this or that type of thing, Pepsi or Coke. And everybody's like Coke or Pepsi, uh, chocolate or vanilla chocolate. So you could do those types of things and get everybody by the time that you're, you get through a few of those, all of a sudden you're there and the kids are like, Oh, we're here. There is a, would you rather game yeah. that yeah. I, and you could buy, there's a kid's version. So it's less gory and disgusting, but you can buy and then, you know, give each counselor about a stack of cards they can keep on them and just ask the question as they're walking. Or you could get my hip pocket activity booklet and there's a bunch in there. And so the counselors oh. already have them with them. Even better. Patchworkmarketplace.com. <laughs> I will put it in the show notes. There you go. Uh, next on my list is a card. I always call it a card hunt, but ahead of time, or, you know, you can do these and then use them every year. Uh, somebody would go out and take pictures of things in the woods. So if you have the queen's lace flower, if you have a picture of, you know, an acorn, if you have a picture of a pine cone, and so you would go and you, the things you have on your hike. And so I don't have any giant redwoods in my forest. So I would not want that on a card. I would only want things that the kids could actually find. Like your shark woods. in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and you, yeah, you take a picture of that, you have it. And then you pat, you know, flip the cards upside down, let the kids pick. And they take these cards with them and they try and find those items as you're on the hike. So they're looking for the queen's lace. They're looking for the sassafras. They're looking for the, the cottonwood stick or whatever. And kind of having all those just little cards that they can see so they know, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is what it looks like as they search. Oh, my campers are so bored. I need a new activity at camp. Have you thought about an escape room? An escape room? That's a great idea. But where do I start? You should go to patchworkmarketplace.com where we have a variety of escape room resources. Oh, do you have like smaller escape rooms? What Happened to Halloween is the perfect resource for you. It's a 15 minute escape room mini game. What if I want to do all virtual? Well, there's two choices for that. Time Quest Virtual Escape Adventure, which is a 60 minute game, or What Happened to Halloween, which is more of a 20 to 30 minute game. Both of these are on PowerPoint and come with all the instructions you need. Hmm, that sounds awesome. But maybe, maybe I want just something kind of to sit on a table. You're in luck. We've got a tabletop escape games workshop that'll be perfect for you. That sounds super neat. But you know, now I'm thinking maybe I want more mobile. We've got the do-it-yourself escape crate instructions. That's super neat. We do love escape rooms at my camp. I've even thought about maybe doing one on a trail or something. Do you have anything like that? Do we? You've got to check out our Creating a Mystery Trail workshop. That's rad. How about any of those snazzy all done for me games? Oh, definitely. You have to check out the Dr. Beekerman's Time Lab escape room. Or if you want something more themed, check out the Harry Potter themed escape room game. Ooh, that sounds awesome. You know, maybe I am feeling like I want to build my own though. 
Well, then you definitely need to either check out the Low Cost Escape Room Workshop or get a couple of our books, like the How to Create a Low Cost Escape Room book and the 101 Puzzles for Low Cost Escape Rooms. This has been super helpful, but I have just one more question for you. I'm all ears. Where in the world do I get all this amazing stuff? Only at patchworkmarketplace.com. Patchworkmarketplace.com, you say? PatrickMarketplace.com. I'm going there right now. Yeah. Uh, my next one is destination hikes. So if you have places around your camp to hike to, as opposed to just doing a, like a loop through the woods, I think it's really cool to have like true destination hikes because you could pack a lunch out and go have mm-hmm. lunch at that destination. Um, one camp I worked at had like waterfall or different, we called them swimming holes, but you couldn't actually swim in them. Uh, <laughs> but but just different things like that. So you had places to go to for your hike uh, as opposed to just walking a loop through the woods and coming back at, you know, at a different spot. Yeah. Uh, listen to episode 47. Yep, we talked about just... destination hikes. <laughs> And we talked about like creating actual destinations, but I like the idea of there's a special like waterfall or something that you go mm-hmm. to that. We've got a, we've got a tire swing somewhere on our, I haven't been up there yet, but on the Ridge here at Pine Ridge, probably not for this year, but for future years, I definitely want to get up there and really inspect it and make it safe. Uh, so it'd be a fun place to send maybe our older kids up to, and then mm-hmm. they could all like try out the tire swing or even if it just becomes a regular swing on a tree that's still something different and cool and it's kind of like have you been up there yeah Uh, another place i was at there was a plane crash on a on a mountain and so there's still remnants of the the plane Mm. and so you can hike to try and find that too so just just different places there was a rv campground that had set up a alien landing site as a place (laughs) to go to yeah Awesome. just things like that but cool. then it, then it's different and fun and mm-hmm. that's so out. accurate too because a lot of hiking locations have those destinations i mean you see them online you know here's where the waterfall you're hiking mm-hmm. to the waterfall you're hiking to the overlook and correct things like that yeah i mean even normal hiking places have that yeah all right so my next one is to use your imagination, imagination. take a walk with me and let's <laughs> use our imagination uh I had talked about this in another podcast, not sure, or episode, not sure which one, but where I had this counselor, this is where I first saw it, and he would take his cabin and he's like, shh, shh, do you hear that? (laughs) It's a T-Rex over there, run, run, run. And then you run and you hide. Okay, T-Rex is gone. Okay, let's go to the next spot. Make sure you're not seen. Oh, there's, you know, whatever, but you just use your imagination. There's this, there's that. And the kids especially the younger kids, you talk about your four-year-olds, man, they get into that. The teens, maybe not so much. They'd be like, dude, get up. I mean, we could play Floor is Lava on a hike. Oh, There's nothing lava, wrong man. with that. True. So, um, but yeah, just use your imagination uh, and, and let your counselors know that this is an option and the kids really get into it. And let's practice for staff training. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Take them on a I hike. Mean, and, uh... <laughs> that kind of sounds fun. Right. Now you told me this idea way back when we first started podcasting together. And I of course told my counselors like, Oh, here's a fun event to do. 
And then one of the kids had nightmares that night and wanted to go home because he was pretty sure there was bears in the woods because that's what the counselor said. Oh, and, yeah, um, that's a good point. I don't think I would so. use real animals. Yeah, like would bears have to that be... could actually be something do there. Bigfoot. Make it. You know, yeah, Bigfoot. I do. A, make I, a Bigfoot's maybe, real. Maybe what are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe yeah, let I'll know. do the uh, abominable snowman is over there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good point. Now, I know we had talked about before, like having a camp uh, monster, quote unquote, yep. Spaghetti Steve, mm -hmm. and who's in a ghillie suit out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, you, you don't want to do that without saying, terrifying like, a little this bit. is not real. <laughs> <laughs> Tying into that a little bit, and we've talked about before too, storytelling on uh -huh. a hike. Uh, I know you had a camp one time that had a storytelling rock and that you would go to the rock and tell rock, a story. Uh -huh. But yeah, tell the story as you're walking along the hike, you know, and, and when you get to maybe a fork in a road or different things, you could pause and, and really kind of have that cliffhanger that where the kids get excited, like, oh, what happens? I want to find out what happens or or in the story. But yeah, just tell a good story on, yeah. on a hike. Easy to do. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you might want to memorize it because it's kind of hard to walk, lead a group and tell a story at the same time as you're reading it. So, yeah, it's a lot of multitasking. Uh, stories, <laughs> stories memorized. Yeah. Uh, so my, I guess this is my last one, but it also kind of just ties into a lot of the different ideas I had. Um, but just outdoor education in general. So whether you're searching for tracks, um, or we did a whole class when I taught outdoor ed on tracks and scat, and so that I think is just a fun one because one, you're looking at your feet a lot of the time. And a lot of kids then won't trip over trees, branches, or anything. Uh, but you could also, if you've if you've got well marked trails, or you won't go far off the, the trail path, following those those tracks that you find, uh, because deer typically create their own trails when they, you know, walk through them multiple times. Uh, but following deer tracks or any other kind of tracks that you might find. All right, my next one is follow me. And basically this is, again, with the younger kids, but the older kids as well. But instead of just kind of going along the path, you're like, follow me. And like little ducks, they follow you going around a tree or walking on top of a log or just kind of zigzagging on the path, right? So mm. just follow me. Follow the or, leader. Yeah. yeah, follow the leader. The next one I have is little handheld microscopes. We have, we bought them off Amazon, these little microscopes. They're, they're not, I think they were five bucks each, pretty cheap. So you can get a cabin set of those when cabin goes on a hike. And then they do, I think they do up to like 30 times, which is pretty cool. You can see, you know, some little bugs on leaves that you can't see with the, the naked eye and things like that. But give everyone these little handheld microscopes so they can take around. Everyone can look at something. You find something neat and stop and check something out. So Nice. Uh, my last one is just singing, like singing camp songs as you're Ooh. going along. Uh, it kind of passes the time. And it, at some camps where singing is a huge part of tradition, they'll just be yeah. going from one activity to the next singing a song. Mm -hmm. uh, so quick and easy. Very good. And then my last one, of course, is something we've talked about because we think it's super cool. We really want you to do this. But mystery trails. And so we have talked about them a lot on here. Kurt offers a mystery trail workshop. It's, it's cool. It's, it's an escape room on a hike. And so add that to your program. I, I feel like we have talked it to death, but we love our mystery trails. <laughs> right. so. Awesome. Yeah. 
And a little, a little bit spas. A little Well, from around the campfire, this is Chris. This is Kurt. And Kelly. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like a snake there. See ya. See ya. <laughs>